Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Sowash. This week we're coming at you on a Sunday morning. More on that in a second. Which <laughs> means we still may be a little drunk from Saturday night. A on this episode, a job board owner gets intimately acquainted with the pokey. Facebook keeps rolling through the hood, tearing shit up. And Johnson & Johnson finds its sunny disposition. We really do not know what we're doing. So stay tuned. Chad, I was in Boston this week. Boston? What the hell were you doing in Boston? Boston, Bean, bean Town chowda. for some chowder. Chowda. Anyway, I was wow. there for a conference and uh, I was presenting on sort of employment brand, damage control, uh, glass door, oh. all, all kinds of topics. So I play okay. a game with the audience. Yeah. You know, I'm in the games. And the game is essentially uh, how many anonymous review sites do you know? So I start with Glassdoor, which everyone knows, right. right? And then I slowly go through logo after logo, and I say, okay, everyone raise your hand. <laughs> and when you get to a logo you don't recognize, right. put your yeah. hand down. Easy. So on Glassdoor, everyone has their hand raised. Yeah. Uh, you can mm -hmm. probably guess the other ones that they know. They know Indeed. You know Twitter, <laughs> and then I and then I throw them a curveball yeah. with Kanunu, and just about every hand goes down, and then I still name another you know eight or nine sites that they don't know. That's why I created Ratedly, because I knew that HR people are busy. I knew they got a lot going on. I knew yeah. you know Glassdoor was a lot for them in and of itself. They needed a tool that was going to go out all these sites for their reviews bring them into one easy interface yeah well i mean it's 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 fairly simple right <clears throat> you either have somebody do this full time i mean with all of the the sites that are out there for goodness sakes i mean you just about especially if you have a if you're a fortune 500 company <clears throat> if you're a fortune 500 company i mean you need <laughs> to be able to uh you need to be able to guard your brand to be able to safeguard your brand and to not even to know what's out there that's the hardest part right so when you get attacked and it's coming from uh, an angle you didn't even know existed because you're getting attacked right now if you have a if you have a big brand you are getting attacked problem is you don't even know what's happening so what you're saying is from a rated lease standpoint i have access to that now is that desktop is that mobile i mean how how, how do how do my my feeds come in how do i know when somebody's actually attacking me it's desktop. It's a responsive site. You know, I'm conscious of the mobile, the mobile <laughs> thing. Uh, we send out an email every day when your reviews come in, so you don't even have to come to the site. We make it pretty easy for you. And uh, with some recent metrics by iSIMS, we know that you know millennials, for example, half of them won't even apply to your jobs if you have bad reviews yeah. because they think yeah. you suck. So you need to get a handle on this stuff. You can't you can't manage what you don't monitor. And Ratedly helps you do that. And we have a special deal what? for our subscribers. Special yeah. deal? Special deal. If they go to ratedly.com, that's R-A-T-E-D-L-Y.com, mm -hmm. 
and put the coupon code CHEDDAR, C-H-E-D-D-A-R, they'll get to try Ratedly for only a dollar for the first month. What? And after that, the service is only one forty-seven a month. Chad, that's that's more that's less than your concert budget on a monthly basis. That's right. After a weekend with the Foo Fighters, you're damn straight. I was going to say you spent one fifty in concert T-shirts and <laughs> Dave Dave Roll underwear this weekend. Easy or something. Easy. <laughs> but yeah, get yourself to Ratedly. Get a handle on your reviews. R-A-T-E-D-L-Y dot com. Use that coupon code Cheddar. Try us for one dollar. If you hate us, get rid of us. You've only spent a dollar. Let's get on to the show. That's too easy. Shall we? We got some shout outs. Yeah. Uh big shout out to our webinar attendees oh, yeah. from from next. And dude, I gotta I gotta tell you, I was so happy with the webinar and how it went with the video and the interaction mm-hmm. and engagement. Um, if you missed out on it, that sucks. Make sure you go to the next one. But they can't, uh, they can't access it, right? Or no? Do they have to register? Well, I know. I mean, we're actually this week, this week, dealing with our friends over at Next. And um, we're going to be putting it out for the rest of the public who did not get an opportunity to have fun with us. Now they can watch the fun, but they can't, they can't actually interact with the fun. But they can watch the fun. Um, yeah, we're going to do that. And I also want to throw out there that uh, the, the text recruiting piece of this and, and the actual offer, um, you can check out at next.com. That's next with two X's, people, not three, with two X's. Next.com slash Chad and Cheese 25. Not the ampersand, but actually A-N-D, Chad and Cheese 25. You got to spell it out, Chad. Everybody. Yeah, that's we apparent. Have so many discounts and deals on this show. Like, we need to start charging for webinar acts or for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, seriously, the webinar was a blast. Having everybody on camera, seeing the interaction, not to mention all of the people that were listening were chatting with us constantly, giving yeah, a shit, right. interacting with us. It was it was a good time. If I was just an attendee. It would have been one of the best webinars I've ever attended. Ever. That's what I said. That's why I said you gotta you gotta I mean we're we're doing a podcast style webinar, which is not not your your father's webinar, people. All right, next shout out. Yeah, so Jonathan Duarte to our friend Jonathan Duarte, who literally made me laugh out loud this week. Okay. Joel, did you see the press release where Ultimate Software launched an AI platform called Xander? (laughs) Is that with an X or a Z? It's with it's it's with an X number one. But quick side note: when when your company is named Ultimate Software, you better have the best shit ever. But anyways, the, the press release was horrible. Um, the funny part is that Jonathan's comment on Facebook, and 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 this just says it all. And Jonathan, I, I hope you don't mind. I sh- I'm sharing this, buddy, because it was too damn funny not to. So here's the comment: Jonathan says, after reading that press release, I feel like I was trapped in an elevator with a used car salesman who just got out of a quarterly sales kickoff meeting where the guest speaker was from a management consulting firm. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Jonathan. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what happens when you've got a shitty press release and all you're trying to do is throw stuff out there that doesn't, doesn't just doesn't matter. No, no solutions whatsoever. Hey, we're gonna throw AI out there and come out with something called Xander. 
we're, we're just we're calling out all kinds of people. We're gonna have a, a hitman after us by Christmas time. Yeah. Uh, that's, okay. that's good, Jonathan. Um, uh, shout out for me from Boston again. I mentioned in our little sponsored spot for Ratedly, but uh, yep. Boston is always a great city to visit. Uh, Recruit Con was the, uh, the show I presented. They did a great job, and I will also be presenting at their show in San Francisco in November. Um, so Ooh. come out and check check me out there if uh, if you're around. Well, as we're, we're talking about shows, TA Tech is having a show in Europe. Did you hear about this? I've heard something about it. Yes, Chad. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Joel and I will be in Dublin. Yeah, they're actually taking us <laughs> across Saint, the pond. St. Patrick's time, by the way. Yeah, around St. Patrick's Day. So if you go to tatecheurope.io, you can check out the the, the conference. Um, obviously, again, we're going to be there. I'm just my question is, will they appreciate our snark across the pond like they do here? Uh, I think Ireland will. I think the Brits that I know are pretty uh, in tune. We might offend some French people because you've been really hard <laughs> on the French this year. Sensibilities. And their, and their startups, they've been really, really upset with us. So, yeah, I think for the most part they'll get it. And if not, they'll be you know so into the Guinness that'll be flowing uh, that time that they don't really know that we're doing a show in the first place. Yeah, that'll be fine. That'll be fine. So speaking of calling people out, you've got a you've got a little story here about someone that didn't really like your comments about uh, their comments on high Q versus LinkedIn. Yeah, imagine that, right? Somebody didn't agree with one of my comments. Um, so yeah, if you didn't listen to last week's pod, it's it's called the race for recruiting chatbots. Just go to chadcheese.com. You got to listen to it because it was a fun pod. Uh, during the pod, we pretty much tackled Rami Assad's high Q takedown article he had on ad week. Um, Rami and I exchanged some tweets this week and, and I just wanted to be clear to Rami. Rami, I, I know you're listening little buddy. And yes, you're still an asshole. Doesn't Rami run a uh, cyber security thingy? Yeah, it's all self-interest bullshit that he's trying yeah, to pull. It, it is. Yeah. And and it, it the thing is that it is so blatant, right? You look at it and you're like, dude, on his Twitter account, it's like he's uh, stopping bots since 2005 or something like that. It's like, dude, this is so – this is going to be self-inflicted, just so you know. I'm doing the bell on Rami because you'll just okay. keep tearing into him, and that, yeah. that poor guy needs a break. So easy, Let's though. get to uh, some of the real news in the recruitment industry. And the first first story is just bizarre. It is um, ridiculously bizarre. I don't even know how to start it. Uh, so there was a, a dude <laughs> who started a site in 2000 for the industry. David Center. Kent, right? David Kent, yes. Um, he sold the site to DHI, which owns Dice and mm-hmm. a lot of other sites, and they still own RigZone. But they gave this dude apparently fifty-one million dollars, and I doubt that he had any investors because it was a site he launched in two thousand. Yeah, and the dude's forty-one now, so he was like what twenty-four or something when he launched with fifty-one million dollars floating his way. Yeah. Dollars, right? So yeah. he works. He works at RigZone for a year. Which I'm sure he had a year contract. You know, he, you know they bought the company, worked for us for a year. He left yeah. immediately after a year. <clears throat> a couple years later, he launches a site called Oil Pro, <laughs> which 
one is basically a competitor, so yes. I'm not sure how we got away from that. Yes. But he has a, a co-worker or somebody on the inside of RigZone that steals 700,000 job seeker records and maybe consume customer records, I don't know. So 700,000 records. And then... And then this is the, this is the this funny dude part. Tries to sell Oil Pro back to DHI. How dumb does how dumb does he think they are? I mean, him being dumb, right? I mean, you know, whether it's a like this overinflated ego, I can pretty much do anything I want. And I'm gonna who knows what that is, right? But how dumb, how pure stupid did he think DHI was after he sold them Rigzone in the first place, and he's coming back to sell a competitor to him? Did he think that like DHI wouldn't think? Uh, wait, we have about seven hundred thousand records, and they have about seven hundred thousand records. Mm. Let's huh. cross-reference these records together huh. and see how many duplicates. Interesting. We have. Yeah, interesting. It totally w- bizarre. Like the, the he probably would have gotten away with it if he had just taken the seven hundred thousand and not said anything. Like he probably could have like gotten away with that. The fact that he went back and tried to sell it is just moronic. I, I so I don't know why he didn't try to sell it to. And again, they, he shouldn't have done any of this in the first place, guys. Just honestly. so that we're clear, this was stupid. It was bullshit <laughs> tactics, and nobody should be doing this kind of stuff. Number one, we're number not two, encouraging cyber crime whatsoever. Yeah, why in the hell? Why why in the hell didn't he try to go to a competitor and try to try to pawn this shit off? Because um, he obviously knew Either, he was doing some illegal he shit. Thought in the first so place. he thought so little of DHI's <laughs> due diligence activities that he thought he could just slide this by somebody. He had to have. Had to have, or he's really stupid. It's one of the two. Um, so anyway, the feds got a hold of this thing. I'm sure DHA called, you know, the, the FBI. Yeah. Uh, he got. He basically admitted to the crime a year ago, and they've finally gotten around to sentencing him. He's getting a year and a day in prison. I'm not sure why there's an extra day on there. Maybe there's some legal lease or something, but he's, he's in prison for a year. And then he's on, like, probation for three years. I bet he can't launch any kind of energy job board play for the rest of his life. And anyway, yeah, he uh, he's apparently an idea guy based on the old Oil Pro About Us page. Yeah. And he will have a lot of time to think up new ideas while he's in the pokey. It's ridiculous, man. I mean, I. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty amazing. Um, anyway, we get we get these occasional bizarre stories in our industry every now and then, and that is certainly one of them. Uh, let's go to something way more normal: gender inequality. Yeah, because we don't hear enough of this lately, do we? No. <laughs> I'm always so nervous about this topic, but let's let's cross it anyway. Yeah. Um, so there was a, re- a report, right? Uh, freelancers, which you would think, free market, you know, <laughs> freelance work, everyone gets reviewed, yada yada. Apparently not. Apparently, women are still getting getting the short end of the stick in the freelance area. Yeah. Well, here's here's just one quote that really sums it up, and then it'll. The, Great discussion after this. One striking thing here is that these independent workers set their own prices and thus contribute to their own disadvantage in the marketplace. That probably points to the adage that men tend to be more confident in their own capabilities that, than women and thus are comfortable, comfortable charging more. So men inflate where women deflate. 
Um, and that's one of the biggest issues that we've actually seen in the pay gap um, that are, are just in the regular market, not the, not the um, freelancer market, is that men feel like they're worth more. I don't know why. Um, and women just, they, they won't negotiate. So therefore, the company trying to get more for, for less, go figure, um, they won't negotiate hard with the men. The men will, and they'll give them their, 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 their price. They'll give them their salary or their bonuses or whatever it is. And with the women, they just keep knocking the women. They just don't, don't negotiate. So this is the hardest part about it. And what companies are going to have to get right um, is they're going to have to get uh, their pay right where, you know, a guy thinks he deserves X and it's like too bad. I mean, you either get this or you don't get anything. Um, because that's our pay scale. And if you take a look at like how the military is paid, right? There's no pay inequality in the military because there is a grid for what you get paid. No matter what color you are, no, what, no matter what planet you came from, it doesn't matter. You come in as an E1 or whatever, that's what you get paid. That's it. It doesn't matter who you are or who you know or what you think you're worth. So yeah. this is... Yeah, this is this is very telling. I mean, you're a freelancer. You've been a freelancer, entrepreneur for a while. What I mean, sure. you see this or what? I mean, I think there are probably two sides of this. One is sort of the freelance, you know, Upwork sort of you know platform where right. people put their wares out online and then people review them and they get a you know rating. Um, so to me, it's it's a little odd because the free market should dictate who's who has like who has the skills to do the job and pricing should be dictated by the person with the amount of time they have to commit. And like, it should be a free market, you know, haven there should be where the market says what you're paying, what you're worth. And and sex, sex should have nothing to do with it. Really. Um, if I can hire a woman to do the job, I'm more than happy to do that than a man. Um, and frankly, if women are charging less, then more people should be using them, which means their fees should be going up as they get more work. Yeah. So I'm, it's it's just really bizarre. And there's there's got to be something like super uh, psychiatric or some psyche that this whole thing happens. And I have no expertise in this area. But mm-hmm. the report that, that was in Fortune, you know, for every man's dollar, right? Like uh, a yeah. DJ. A female DJ is paid forty six cents to every man who gets a dollar. A photographer, I, and that's worse than the normal pay gap, right? I mean, that's what that's like thirty cents worse than the the current pay gap. Yeah. So what what is it about a, a woman DJ that says she can't spin tunes? Like I have no idea. Um, photographer sixty cents to every dollar. Right. Uh, event planner seventy six cents to every dollar. I almost think I almost think that they don't know what their what the going rate is. I mean, seriously, they don't know what their their competitors or other freelancers like themselves are actually charging. So they're throwing a dollar out there, right? And guys are throwing higher dollar figures because they feel like they're worth more. And women are throwing lower dollar figures because they don't want to negotiate. They just want to get the job, and that's what they need to be able to to get the job done. And it's a fair it's 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 a fair price. Um, but here's what I have to say to all you women out there who I've worked with and kick ass and take names. You're worth a hell of a lot more. I mean, it, so when it comes down to the negotiation table, if you have to do that, man, straighten that back up 
in and ask for more because you deserve it. That's for damn sure. Well, you think in an open marketplace that it would be based on your skill, like not your color, it's not, not your sex, not your age. It's, it's, yeah. it's your skills. I wish it was. And it's, yeah. it's, it's amazing that we're still dealing with these issues in such a free market environment. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. interesting story. So, and I, I have no answers for it, but it is, it is yeah. intriguing. Well, and, I mean, it just, again, it's, it's, it's showing different things that we already knew, just in, in different areas, in this case, the freelance area. <clears throat> but that being said, a word from America's Job Exchange. Let's hear from AJ. In-your-face diversity recruiting. Yeah, no kidding. That's what it is. It's in-your-face diversity recruiting. That's what America's Job Exchange. Um, same old job boards yield the same old results. And we know that they don't reach diverse communities effectively. That's one of the biggest issues that I've personally had over the years, Joel, is just because the URL has diversity in it or it has women or whatever it is doesn't mean that it's really going to tap into the targeted types of individuals that you're looking for. Uh, America's Job Exchange. Yeah. It, I, it, again, just because you, you, you got to a URL before somebody else did doesn't mean that you can find diverse people better than yep. anybody else. But America's Job Exchange and their recruiting specialists have daily conversations with HR uh, professionals that are tasked with diverse hiring initiatives. And their focus is the outcome, actually hiring individuals, not just diverse individuals, not just filling your, your pipeline with diverse individuals, but diverse individuals who have the type of talent that you are specifically looking for. So if you are a company, you're in talent acquisition, and I know as well as you do, and Joel, you as well, shit, we've been doing these damn, these damn stories over the last, I think, four or five weeks or so, yep. that diversity hiring is not easy from the standpoint of trying to find the actual talent that you're looking for in those diverse populations in specific areas, geographies. You need an expert to be able to help you do that. Uh, America's Job Exchange can help. You can go to americasjobexchange.com slash cheese um, and uh, go ahead fill out the form there's actually a discount that's there for you that's right Chad and Cheese another discount. best discounts what's that? you get a discount you get a discount you get a discount, you get a discount. it's like we're Oprah or something but uh, yeah mention that uh, Chad and Cheese podcast we receive 10% off uh, off and uh, knock it out man I mean that's one of the things that we have to get better at in this age of recruiting whether it's whether it's guarding our brand because of review sites or it's diversity hiring for goodness sakes man we've got to get experts in here to help us do this because we sure the hell don't know as generalists in most case what the hell we're doing and we just have to we just have to do that no doubt so is that uh america's job exchange slash slash c-h-e-e-s-e Yep, America's job exchange.com slash cheese. C H E E S E. Everything's better with cheese. All right, man, let's move on to the show and a story that highlights Google Hire that disappointed you. Uh, so I've been so high on you 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 know. I have been I've been a huge fanboy, I guess you could say. Of the Google have. products and really excited to see Google and, I mean, Microsoft and, and, and Facebook really get into this space and start to shake it up. Um, but I read 
this um, this ad uh, about Google Hire and how it's helping smaller companies like Brad's Deals and Pace Avenue and, and how they're really getting a lot out of it. And I thought, you know what, let's dig underneath the covers on this and really check out to see how the technology and the user experience is, is going with Google Hire. And guess what I found, Joel? What did you find, Chad? Here are the top five failures I'm seeing right now with Google Hire. Number one, get ready. For all of you who are out there, <clears throat> yeah, for all of you who are out there, especially our Google friends who listen to the show, um, go to just google.com, search Pace Avenue Jobs, and if you don't spell out Avenue, you just put A-V-E, it just won't initiate Google search, even though you had jobs on there. So that's failure number one, because remember their search is supposed to automatically make those connections, right? It's not making the most simple connections. So failure number one. Failure number two, and these are some of the big failures, there's no preference for Google Hire jobs in the Google for Jobs search. So if you go to Google, do a search, you have Glassdoor jobs and LinkedIn jobs that actually have higher rankings and are higher than jobs that are coming directly from Pace Avenue or Brad's yep. Deals. That's that's, that, true. that's ridiculous, and that's not how Google works. I mean, they're supposed to provide that kind of ranking to give you not duplicate information, but but obviously the the, the right and original information. Um, <laughs> so then I went to Pace Avenue because I saw on the Google search that I did there was only one Pace Avenue job that was there. So I went to the actual Pace Avenue site and they have 10 jobs on the site. So this is failure number three. Google Hire isn't even getting all their jobs from their system into the Google for Jobs job search platform, right? How in the hell so does that happen? I mean, they're posting 10 jobs, but there aren't 10 jobs when you go to Google, just to clarify. Yeah. yeah when okay. you do a search on Google, I can only, found, I can only find one Pace Avenue job in the Google search, right? And uh, it, it, I found, well, from Google Hire. The other ones are from LinkedIn, from Glassdoor, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's three. Uh, two more failures. Search, go back into Google, search for Brad's deals, and there were duplicates like you wouldn't believe. I mean, uh, Brad's deals had a better representation of their jobs from the hire system in the Google search on google.com, obviously. Um, but the duplicates were just crazy. And hire, hire, again, those jobs coming from their applicant tracking system, Google Hire, should rank higher yep. or better, let's say better instead of higher, better than LinkedIn and, and all those others. Um, and last but not least, a major user experience failure from Google Hire. Um, if you click on one of those Brad's Deals jobs, it pops open a new tab. It has the job description there. It does look ugly as hell, right? Um, no logos, no fluff, none of that stuff. I totally get that. But here's the big failure is that if I click on the data scientist job and it pops open, I do a, a review of the job. Yeah, I'm not really into this job, especially where it's located maybe. I want to look for more Brad's you know, on the, on the, the website. I can't get to other brad's deals jobs or that client's jobs from that page 
it's like a total walled garden. I can't get off of it. I have to close that browser and I have to do an entirely different search just to go to the website to find it. So from a UX standpoint, I can't click more jobs just for Brad's jobs and find those. I have to go back to Google search and then guess what happens then? Then I'm getting all this duplicate bullshit. Right. So from my standpoint, Google hire feels like a 20% time initiative. Ooh, ouch. It does not feel, in in Google Hire, team, listen, please. This does not feel professional at all. This feels very amateurish. It feels 20% time-ish, and you guys can do much better than this. These are easy fixes that anyone who has been in the industry for a minute can fix. And for you guys to to be able to see something like this, I I was disappointed. Let's just say that. Yeah, you know, I uh, I had a blog post uh, a while back that sort of highlighted some of these as well as sort of a more SEO play. And, and you know, the URLs suck for these job postings. Um, I agree that there's no branding on these pages. You can't, like, just plug yeah. in a logo. Like, this is pretty simple, you know, template, create your own website kind of stuff that even, you know, sorry, but HR people can understand. Yeah. And do, yeah. Right? And, uh, and, and the, the yeah. content where jobs aren't showing up or, um, you know, job board postings are outranking yes. you know, the actual job on the company's website. Yeah. And I don't know if maybe maybe we're dumb. Maybe maybe this is part of a big vision um, and they're going to spring all the company jobs on Google at some point. But uh, to me, there's no reason that if, you know, Bob's deals or Jackie's hair salon you know, if they post a job and they post it also on, you know, Craigslist or Indeed or wherever, right. that job on their site should rank better than those job board listings. Yes. And I don't know why that is other than to say, like, Google just doesn't get it. Well, and here's the thing is I know that the Google hire team is an entirely different team from search, Right. Um, but guess what? You're a part of the same damn company looking to try to get the same damn thing done, right? You're, you're trying to provide a better candidate user experience, right? A better user, better customer experience overall. And you are failing miserably. Again, I mean, as a parent, I, this is probably the, 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 the harshest way I can say it. Um, it you, you're, you're disappointing me. Yep. So if Google, if you're listening, you think they do. Um, Oh, they do. Get some experts out there, you know, get some feedback, you know, talk to people like, you know, me and Chad, not me and Chad, but people like us who have been around for a while, listen to us and, you know, implement some of the stuff or at least explain to us why you're not ranking a corporate job posting, you know, higher than a job board posting. Yeah. Or not even showing the corporate posting at all yeah. and showing the ZipRecruiter posting. Well, that's definitely and whether it's your applicant tracking system being higher or isoms or taleo it doesn't matter those jobs should always listen to me one last time always outrank jobs that are duplicates that are coming from job boards yeah and if you want people to use google hire doing that is going to you know have them gravitate towards you if they know that using Google Hire isn't going to get their jobs on Google any better than it is no now, advantage. then they're, they're going to stick with what they yeah. have. They're not going to move over. To no market guys. advantage. Yep, absolutely. 
Um, moving on to a company that does get it, Johnson & Johnson yeah. launched a very cool um, feature technology. Uh, I'm not sure what you want to call it, but they call it Shine. Shiny, happy Everything people. out of Johnson Johnson has like a cool name. Um, Come on in, shine. So they 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 worked with Jibe. Yes, uh, we've talked about quite a bit on the show. Um, we know that J and J has already implemented uh, Google's API mm-hmm. for job search, yeah. which we agree works pretty yeah. well. Like we, I think we both agree. Like their search is awesome. Uh, they hit the nail on the head. More and more companies and job boards are going to be using them. Yeah, uh, if so Google's doing anything API, right right now, it's yeah. their job API, their job cloud API discovery, whatever the hell they want to call it. That's one thing that they're doing right so far. Yep, yep. And for the most part, I think Google for Jobs is pretty good. The Google Hire piece needs some work, as we've, as we've outlined. But anyway, tell us a little bit about Shine and what J&J is doing here. So their big thing, and what we've been trying to do for decades, and we've heard this over and over, it's it's like a broken damn record, getting rid of the black hole. I mean, everybody's, what, is, what the hell does that mean? Well, it means engagement, right? And it, need, it means transparency. Um, it means letting the candidate know where they're at in the process, which, you know, this, this uh, platform does very nicely. Uh, and uh, it, it provides information um, from Muse. So it was really a collaboration with Jibe, the Muse, and then obviously Google's Jobs API. Um, the Muse has a ton of content, specific job seeker uh, content that they're being able to pull and share um, to be able to, to continue interaction. There's a dashboard that yep. you can actually jump into, and we're starting to see this from more for more platforms. Um, uh, we talked about Vervo many weeks ago, and they do this too, where you know exactly where you're at in the process. Um, and and, and, that's, and that's, that's really cool. The funny thing is that in the early 2000s, Union Pacific, yeah, the railroad, actually had uh, something very similar. Uh, it, it's not as, it wasn't as aesthetically pleasing, of course, but I mean, there have been versions of these things that have been out there that for some reason just haven't caught on because I guess we don't give a shit about the candidate. Historically, no. Um, thankfully, marketing is bleeding into recruiting and vice versa. And we're finally sort of understanding how engagement with consumers works mm-hmm. and how making them feel like they're being heard and we confirm that we've gotten their stuff. Um, is all very important. And you're seeing, certainly from a vendor side, this happen. Uh, we talked about Convey IQ a couple weeks ago doing this. Yeah. Um, we love what Crowded and Lever are doing in terms of sort of bringing back the dead of your resume database. Yep, Zombieland. Um, but to me, to me, the fact that a huge company like J&J is improving their search, is engaging with candidates, you know, immediately when they apply and engaging with them through the whole process is to me very encouraging because we've been in this business for a long time yeah. and historically they don't care about the candidates. Well, and, and when the, someone like J and J says we do, yeah. that's going to wake up Procter and Gamble. It's going to wake up 
you know, all these other big brands and big companies. And I think that's that's for the betterment of our industry and for the yeah. betterment of the job seeker experience. Well, and they're tackling this in, in different in different waves. The first wave was the uh, Google Jobs API. And what that yep. did was when a job seeker hit the job site and did a search, um, that they actually had relevant jobs coming back to them better, more relevant jobs coming back to them. Um, and they saw a, a huge uplift in yeah. usage and also applications. Um, yep. So, and, and they're also seeing uh, a huge increase in uh, targeted candidates, the types of candidates, qualified candidates that they're looking for. So that was the, the first piece. Now they're really focusing on the second piece, the second stage of uh, making sure that the candidates know where they're at in the process, not to mention also they're providing them with, with information on uh, making sure, helping them get a job, whether it's with J&J or not. And that's one of the things that I love that Lockheed Martin has done for many years on the veteran front. Um, they do the same kind of thing, but more of in a niche for, for military veterans. Um, seeing this go broad base uh, with Shine is, uh, is really cool, and I commend J&J for that. Yep, love it. But also, if we if we want to go back to the the shortcomings of Google Hire, yeah, you know, I'm sure none of this stuff exists in Google Hire, um, no. but they they could do it. Um, so the fact that J and J is as a Google partner on the job search side, like hopefully Google catches on to this engagement thing and not being a black hole for candidates, and then they then they're on to something. But until then, um, they're kind of sucking. Yeah, it seems like it seems like Google is in three different silos right now, which is really hurting them overall. They've got the the Google for Jobs search actually on Google.com when you do a job search on Google.com. Then you've got the Google Jobs API, which is part of this, and I think this is probably the most successful aspect of, of how they're in this arena right now. And then you've got the ATS with Google Hire, where you know we talked about at least those five failures that I could find in the first just kind of ten minutes of, of looking through some of the shit that they have out there. So let's do a quick five star rating for the, the Google products. So let's start with the one we like best. I think the API. Uh huh. I'd go at least four out of five. Yeah, stars. I would say five, and here's why it's five because okay. you are seeing. Um, you're seeing success right out of the box, and we're, we're talking about uh, with sites like CareerBuilder, right? <laughs> so if we were just talking about doing applicant tracking systems, oh, yeah, of course you're going to have success because their search sucks in the first place. But then you take a look at companies like CareerBuilder, who they really had to focus on search for an experience for the job seekers because that is their game, right? Yeah. Um, and they did a better job than CareerBuilder did, and they're continuing to do a better job because it's the machine learning and whatnot. So I, I give them a five right out of the gate because I don't believe that anybody in the space is doing search. And this is just me. I don't believe that anybody is doing the search better than Google today from a long-term strategy standpoint. You, you don't believe me? Google for jobs. Four out of five. <laughs> I'd go... Three out of five. I think they have some duplicate issues yes. that they need to clear up. Um, other than that, I think it's a good start. It should move up to four or five stars in the next year or so. I give them a I give them a two um, because their duplicate and their ranking suck. If you're getting jobs from applicant tracking systems 
directly from applicant tracking systems. Those should outrank anything else that's out there, and they're they're not deduping anything. So I mean, yeah, it sucks. So it's it's a two right now. So I'm, I'm guessing higher is a half star for you if you're going to give jobs. Yeah, stars. I'd give higher a one. I mean, I, I'd go with a full point at yeah. this at this point. Um, I, I have said this on on previous pods. I think it was incredibly smart for them to start in the SMB market because if they would have tried to pull this this shit uh, over the, the the wool over the enterprise eyes. Um, they would have been really hurting. So they're they're start they're starting smart because they're starting small. But they've got a long way to go, and they do need people who know this space to be able to help them out. And if they do have people that know that are helping them out, you might want to look for other ones. Get new people. <laughs> All right, there you have Chad and Cheese's ranking or star star ratings for uh, the three products they have. Uh, Chad, let's hear a quick uh, message from Sovereign and talk about Facebook. Let's and do Indeed. it. All right. We heard a cool story about one of our sponsors recently. Uh, yeah, Sovereign has been creating recruitment intelligence software since 1996. Man, that's that's a long time. Uh, we were only about geez. 12 years old. Yeah, I know. I was, I, was, I was still in kindergarten. Um, and uh, they, they announced uh, some product updates at HR Tech. Yeah, yeah. One of them was their uh, updated AI, that's artificial intelligence, matching engine. And we just talked about Jibe. Jibe is one of their customers, and they called Sovereign with a problem on Friday before HR Tech. Real-world real, real world stuff, right? Hey, yeah. our shit's breaking. We're having a problem. And they needed a matching engine fast. Really fast. Well, Sovereign and Jibe coordinated over the weekend, right? Not even during the workday. And by Damn. Sunday evening, only 48 hours later, uh, the Sovereign AI matching engine was running with Jibe's app fully integrated into their UI and loaded with data. Dude, that Good is, stuff. I mean, that's that's better than Amazon delivery, for goodness sake. So <laughs> so Jibe was, I mean, for all intents and purposes, really, I mean, think about it. Jibe was able to immediately start using a matching engine for live sales demos. And that's the big thing, right? Because you want to be able to start going back to the market and saying, hey, we can do this. And what is every HRTA person going to say? Prove it. Yep. And Sovereign has the uh, the, goods the goods to prove the it. The goods. Well, well, listen, if you'd like to learn more, uh, go to Sovereign. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com to see how their AI matching engine uh, can go to work for you. Uh, again, that's Sovereign. S-O-V is in Victor. R-E-N.com. That's pretty kick-ass. I agree. I agree. Well, Facebook... Uh, continues to kick ass um i'm i'm impressed they are currently testing uh resume uploading or resume additions yeah to their profiles yeah uh what we know is you can add professional experience uh all that good stuff that you get in a linkedin profile and what's interesting is your resume data does not get shared um, either publicly or with your network you get to select who gets to see your resume mm-hmm. based on, I'm assuming, who you apply to on the Facebook uh, jobs platform. Yeah. It just, at this point, we're starting to see certain aspects of Facebook start to kind of light up uh, from a job standpoint. Um, but it still really feels, and I guess it's because my expectations are so much higher 
for a Google, for a Microsoft, or for a Facebook, it still feels like a 20% time kind of pro- kind of product. We're not we're not spending a lot of time. The screenshots that I've seen, it, it's it looks kind of janky, um, and and it feels as we talked about, I think either last pod or the pod before, it's it's it feels just knee jerk, like oh shit, somebody somebody said we didn't have resumes. Oh, we don't have resumes. We need to do something about this. So you know, I I don't know. It's 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 kind of like in a in a beta situation right now, um, but we'll see how it comes. Yeah, out. not everyone can. Yeah, not everyone can get to it. I mean, I, th- I think you know. Previously, if you posted a job on your company page, uh, the apply came through via Messenger, yeah. which clearly is is a nightmare no. for some recruiters. No one wants to be like messaging um, candidates like they do when they sell something. So yeah, someone said, "Look, until you get resumes that they can send me and, and plug that into my yeah. ATS, this isn't going to be much use to me." Um, and so they probably said, "Yeah, we need to have resumes," and they're currently testing that process. Um, I'm not as down on it probably as you are. I think that, you know, it is in beta. I think that they will figure that out. I think they, I think more, more than anything else, they want to go after Craigslist and the job posting side of things yeah. more than they, more than they do the LinkedIn profile, you know, in-depth understanding of job seekers. Right. Um, but I think they're eventually going to get there. I think, you know, Google more and more to me looks like the confused one a little bit. Um, I do think I do I do think Facebook knows what it wants to do. They know they can make a lot of money by people boosting job postings. Yeah, and that's what they're going to do. Um, whereas I think Google has a much bigger vision of competing with Microsoft. Yes, and maybe aren't quite sure of what they're doing at this point. Yeah, I'm just I I'm in disappointment mode right now. I guess after looking through all the Google shit and then taking a look at some of these screenshots, it's just like you just feel like you deserve more from big names like this right out of the gate. I mean, you know, you just feel like you deserve more. Yeah. Well, Chad, this next story is not going to give you more, unfortunately. Oh, but, damn uh, it! it, is, it is damn a, it! A nice little, nice little side note to end on. Um, I'm I'm scrolling through the stations this weekend. I'm looking for some sports. And I come across a soccer game from Germany, and I see Indeed logos on the jerseys of the Frankfurt soccer team. Um, now I don't, I don't, I don't promise to be an expert in European uh, soccer news, but apparently this was something that uh, had been going on for a while. It was announced this summer, but yeah, Indeed is sponsoring a soccer what? team. What? Pretty big league over in Europe. What? So, what do you think? Is that gonna is that gonna save the company? Yeah. Okay. No. So let's let's go over something real quick. Monster did Super Bowl ads, right? Which obviously is going to hit a much larger, you know, uh, viewership or what have you. Then they did blimps and they did all this stuff. This is just again, you know, this is a good way to try to get out into a specific region to, to to be able to get their name awareness, brand awareness. But the thing is, as we keep saying, you have to spend a shit ton of money constantly to stay out there, and to be able to, I mean, with what we're hearing now with Google and Facebook, with my disappointment, um, uh, I think uh, in, Indeed would love to hear that, but they're still going to have to spend yeah. a shit ton of money because. They are not getting the job seeker traffic that they used to because Google has now pushed the uh, all their all their organic uh, results down to the bottom of the page. So I mean, yeah, they can do that. Uh, they can they can sponsor race cars. They can they can do a they can do a ton of different shit. They can they can they can buy 
a, a sports arena and put their name on it. We haven't heard that before, have we? What happened to those guys? Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it does it, it just it, it falls flat, man. I saw what you did there. Uh, <laughs> I just realized that we didn't we didn't explain why we're recording on Sunday. And we don't need to spend a lot of time on that because we're like way over time anyway. But yeah, yeah. We're, I have to tell the story. We're recording. We're set to record on Friday as usual. And Chad's Internet goes dark. Tell him what happened, Chad. So I have a team out aerating my lawn, right? You have a team. Yeah. <laughs> a true great Chad's yard team, is so man. big. There's a team. There's a team yeah, aerating yeah, yeah. his yard. There's actually like four, four freaking people out there. One was aerating. I mean, there's anyway. So, yeah. So we're sitting there and I'm like, oh, yeah. Hey, if you hear some background noise, these guys, the aerators going, they're going by my window. No big deal. They'll be done pretty soon. And yeah. So obviously the cable company, Xfinity, um, didn't put the cable down far enough. It's supposed to be anywhere from six to eight inches because the aeration only goes about three to four and oh yeah dude they totally sliced up my cable <laughs> it was bullshit man i was so pissed they replaced it pretty quickly i thought dude he's not gonna have internet for a month yeah but they replaced it fairly quickly. yeah no i i have to get i have to give xfinity some props um comcast and props because they did get out there they had a long going um and yeah. that night because we were supposed to do the pod and then i was off to cincinnati to go see foo fighters and I was just pissed because I really wanted to get the pod in the can because it's always fun doing the pod. Um, so, but you know, I get to get up on Sunday morning and now I get to go watch uh, Meet the Press after uh, listening to your ass for a little over close to an hour. Yeah, and speaking of yards, I got to go mow mine. So, yeah, enjoy your Sunday, dude. We out later. This has been the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single show. And check out our sponsors because they make it all possible. For more, visit HireDaily.com. Oh, and you're welcome. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.